I'm Mike Gorman, and you're listening to the Celtics Pod podcast for Celtics Blog. Here's your host, Adam Taylor. Hey guys, happy Friday. Welcome back to the Celtics Blog podcast. Today we're joined by 14-year NBA veteran, former Celtic player and NBA royalty, Kenny Anderson. How are you doing today, Kenny? I'm doing well, man. Yeah, thank you for agreeing to jump on, man. It's my pleasure. Let's just jump straight into it. You spent 14 14 years in the league. Every season, there was fans in the stadium. You were performing in front of people. You were getting chewed out by fans, cheered on by fans. How would you have adapted to playing in the league as it is now where there's nobody else in the arena other than chosen media? I I would have been fine. And that's due to the fact that I come from New York City. And I played in the playgrounds for many years. So the cheers was great, but it, it wouldn't matter because you're doing it, you, you're playing a game you love. So the fans, no fans, I was, I, I just would have been in there playing basketball, the game I love. So, you know, it is what it is, man. What, what, you come from New York. So was you playing at Rucker Park and places like that? Well, well uh, each one teach one. Yeah, Rucker Park wasn't, when I grew up, it wasn't. Uh, Rugger Park was each one teach one. I played in the five barrels everywhere. I lived in I lived in Queens, but to get the name that I had, you had to play in each barrel. So I always look for competition. So when I was twelve, I was I was just all over the city, you know, um, just playing basketball, the game I love, and that's where I got that's where I got my name from and. You know the history of of, of of basketball was it was was great. You know playing against all the guys that I played against, or I watched play that I watched play the game. So coming from New York, you get drafted by New Jersey. How was that as a as a player as a new as a New York native going to play for Jersey for the first few years of your career? Oh, it was awesome. Um, I went number two in the draft, so that beats it. You know, I would, I always that you know you can't beat that. Uh, Larry Johnson would have headed me, and I told him if they didn't have Muggsy Boggs, I probably would have went one that year. But um, he, he, you know, it was it was great, you know, playing in New Jersey, you know, um, you know, right across the bridge, the metropolitan area. Uh, I learned so much playing for the New Jersey Nets. Uh, Willis Reed was my GM. Uh, it was just great playing with Derek Coleman, Drazen Petrovic. Oh man, Chris Moore. We had a great team, but. We was in the era of Michael Jordan, so it was tough. Yeah, and that's the same for pretty much anybody that wasn't playing for the Bulls or the Pistons back then, right? You could have an amazing team, but come up against Michael Jordan in the playoffs, and it's going to be a tougher run. Yeah, um, uh, the Pistons was on a on a on a the ladder leg. Uh, it was real interesting. I opened up, you know, my rookie season. I played against the Pistons. I had eleven points. And something like seven assists or something, something like that. My rookie year played against uh, Isaiah Thomas, and in that year, '91, he uh, he ruptured his, his Achilles heel, and that was it. He retired. But then, you know, Jordan was uh, was great. You know, playing with Chicago, uh, playing against the Bulls was always an awesome feat. And you played for quite a few teams in the NBA over the duration of your career, and the ones I want to focus on right now. Obviously, uh, your, is your time with Boston? I mean, you played with young Paul Pierce, Antoine Walker. What was it like for you coming into 
into that locker room and into the TD garden and integrating with this team that was having some struggles themselves, but had just acquired a, a what would turn out to be a Hall of Fame young piece. It was great. Uh, first of all, let me tell you, I played uh, 14 years. I played with, uh, uh, I think, seven to eight teams, but I only give three teams my, my love, and that's the New Jersey Nets, Boston Celtics, and Portland Trailblazers. That was like 10 – that was that, that was my four, four years with the New Jersey Nets, five years with the Boston Celtics, and two and two and a half with Portland Trailblazers. They get my love because I played. I played point guard position for 30-plus minutes. I was on the floor really, you know, contribute um, to that team. So, you know, they get most of my love, you know. And you say you were playing good minutes. You were playing well as well. I mean, if you look at your season stats for your time in Boston, and uh, what I like to do generally is kind of look at them season by season. You were averaging 12, 14. Then you played a shortened season, yeah. averaged seven and a half, and then 7.6. You were, do, you were doing your thing. What was it like playing in front of that TD Garden crowd? I know you've said that you didn't need that crowd to gear you up because you were from New York. Yeah. Yeah, it was great, you know, playing for the Boston Celtics crowd, uh, growing up in New York and understanding, you know, Boston basketball. It was awesome, man. I, I love playing in Boston. And um, it, it, I played in New Jersey, played in Boston, played in Portland. All the fans was great, man. So it was just awesome. And then you, you're with guys like Paul Pierce. Do you still speak to Paul Pierce now? After, like now your careers are both done? No, I haven't spoken to Paul, but I, he's doing great. He's working for the NBA and everything like that. I see him, you know, commentating the games and doing a great job. So, you know. And you're doing well yourself, right? So yeah. on your Twitter bio, it's saying that you're a head coach of, um, is it Fisk University? Yes, Fisk University at NAI school down in Nashville. I love, you know, I love doing it. I love coaching the young men, you know, and um, eventually we'll, we'll turn this corner and, and, and do better. But I just love where I'm at right now. And what's that like for you being able to give back to the next generation of young ballers and kind of impart that wisdom that was imparted on you throughout your NBA career? Oh, it's awesome to give back. And that's the main reason that I chose to coach, you know, to give back, um, you know, and to coach those young men. You know, I'm on an NAIA program, so most of, most of the kids that play well for me may go overseas and have a good career, but they would all they, they, they need to graduate and, um, you know, have a good life. So it's, it's more than just basketball that I'm teaching. I'm teaching life principles and who, who better than me, you know, play basketball wasn't, you know, basketball was easy. Life is hard. You know, that's my documentary slogan. And, um, you know, it, it's just been, it's just been great that I could come back here, Fish University in Nashville and to uh, reach out to some of the young men that I'm coaching. You had one season abroad as well, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was it in Lithuania? Yes, I, I played in Lithuania before. When my mother passed away, Lithuania, I played out there with Zagoras. Um, you know, um, my guy, um, uh, the big fella that played with me in Portland. Um, uh, his son plays with the Indiana Pacers now. He 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 owned the team and he brought me in, and it was just awesome. I forgot his I, I forgot I forgot his name, but he played with me. Um, um, 
he was a great player and he was a great GM and he brought me there and I played and I stayed there, me and my family and my daughter, Tiana, and it was just great. It was a great experience for me. Was it Sabonis? Sabonis, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's Sabonis. <laughs> and I should have known that. I should have known that name because we played in Portland together and uh, we hung out and everything. So he was a great player. And, um, you know, it, it was uh, was just great, man. Great. So experiencing that European brand of basketball, that slower, more methodical basketball, and then having guys that, as you say, if they have a good collegiate season with you or a good collegiate career, they're most likely going into the Euro League. Do you have? Do you give them any words of wisdom on how to adapt to a new language, a new culture? Well, it's great to, if you have to adapt to a new language and culture. It's just you know nowadays to get out and to 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 see that type of life is awesome when you're young. You know, uh, it's just a great great experience for you to be involved in. If especially if you're playing a game you love, and that's basketball. So it, it's it's a great um great thing. And then the last question on your coaching is, what type of coach are you? Are you the angry coach, the laid-back coach? <laughs> I'm a little in between that. In between. Angry and laid-back. Um, you know, um, I just want the guys to listen and do, and do, what, and do, what's, do what's asked of them. You know, come to work, come to practice, work extremely hard, and uh, be a team player. To be a team. That's the one thing, you know, that I learned. We have to be a team player. And now looking ahead at the current Celtics roster, that obviously you probably saw last night's preseason game. Did you watch that game? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. How do I you feel it. about the way the Celtics are structured this year and the talent they have or the perceived lack of talent at the five spot? They'll be fine, you know, um, Thompson, the, the big kid uh, from Cleveland, came over. He didn't play. Um, they're going to be great. I think they'll be great. It, you know, um, got to just, you know, guys were just playing just to get some of the rust off of them. You can tell that they, you know, been rusty. They haven't been playing, missing a lot of shots and things of that nature. But um, they will be fine. Celtics, you know, they got a very, Brad Stevens, a very good coach. He have them, you know. He have them running, and then running, the, running what they have to run, and have them, you know, put together well. So you went through fourteen NBA preseasons. None of them as short as what this one is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure, but um, now it, I believe the lead is they got they got softer with some of the rules. The hand check they, they put that in. And, um, you know, the hand check, you can't hand check no more. It was a little more rougher when I played. But now it's a lot easier. And and now the three ball is big. Three ball was a bit, you know, you had the five guy. Um, you had to throw it in and cut off. Or the fives was working a little more. Now, you know, you stretch four. They come out shooting three. So the, the floor is wide open. So if you're a great ball handler like I was, you can just do I have a ball in there now at 50. I, I can play still. I, I think I still will be able to average about six to 10 points a game right now if I play. <laughs>
You're talking about three-point shooting, and that's something that you yeah. did quite well during the time when I, it just wasn't very fashionable during your you era. Know, uh, you know, I wasn't a. I was okay. I worked at it, you know, but I didn't shoot the three ball extremely well. You know, I shot it okay, but it was the mid-range game that was tough back then. So you had to. You. you that's what I had. Jumper oh. on the elbows and stuff like jump off the pick and roll. Stuff like that, getting in the lane. I, I think my ball handling skills is very unique. And you feel like you could average six to ten in the league right now? Yeah, I average six to ten points. Yeah, I know that. Any team right you now. think that needs you right now? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be able to play. <laughs> run, run with those guys. Could run up and down the court with those guys. Those guys are in really sh- great shape. But um, I, you know. I would like to, you know, I would like if if I had the opportunity to, I would like to play with the three teams, each for about a month. The New Jersey, the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets, the Boston Celtics, and the Trailblazers, just for a month, just for one month, <laughs> just going to practice, p- practice with those guys, playing a few games, and then move on. I would like to see if I still can ha- handle it for a few, a, f- a few minutes out there. Five to ten minutes. That's it. Do you still play pickle? No, I don't. I shoot around with the guys. Okay. I want to. We need to get some film of you playing pickup. Start distributing it around the league. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> you say you wasn't good at shooting threes. I mean, you averaged what thirty four point six percent on just under two attempts a game. Like, there's yeah. guys in the league now averaging less. Yeah. Yeah, I, we, it, was, it wasn't a big uh, thing where guards at that time took threes. So we wasn't, you know, we wasn't taking three-pointers. Do you so reckon- if I had, I would go out and work on my my, my, my three-point shooting. The, the further I got out, I would work on my body to, to hit it if I had to take them. You know, I didn't take them back then, you know, because usually the two, the two, uh, the two position, the two guards, yeah. Or the three yeah. would take the threes. You would set the guys up for shooting like that. Drazen Petrovic was a great shooter. Uh, Del Carey, who I played with in Charlotte, was a great three-point shooter. Um, I played with some great shooters. J.R. Ryder in Portland was a great three-point shooter. You know? So, it, yeah, I, I played with some great shooters. Looking at the way the league is now compared to when you was in the league, do you feel like you would have been – Better suited to the modern day game. Um, I, I'd be better suited for this game. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know. You know because it was more like penetration. It's, it's no hand checking. The rules are are, are, are are not the same. They're a lot different. You know, when I was in the lead, it was more physical, physical play. But now it's a little more. You know. You know, you guys are shooting free. Guys are shooting twenty five free throws, stuff like that. It's crazy. You know, we, we didn't do that. So when I've spoke to other players from your era or people that have covered the league from the era that you was playing in, one of the main things that they kind of dislike now is all the, the dapping up and the hugging and chatting before and after games. And there's less of a competitive spirit amongst teams. Do, do you find that bothers you? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was more competitive and guys playing with each other, guys trying to find, 
you know, where great players are playing so they could play with each other. It's more friends. You get more friends playing basketball than ever right about now. You know, back then, it really we really just did our job and went home. You know, that that's what it is. Now it's more, you know, uh, you know, business deals and things of that nature. It's a little more money. It's a lot more money going on. So you expect it, but a, little, a lot different than when we played in, 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 in our era. Would you have, if you was playing now, would you be seeking out other big name players to join up with, or would you want to go against them to say, you see those guys, I beat those guys? Yeah, I'll probably be like, you know, I would go against those guys because that's where that's what my my uh, that's what I'm made of and where I come from, New York, and it really it would give me more of a, a, a really I'll be proud of myself more if I if I played against those guys and beat them, you know what I'm saying, than to play with them. It would be a lot different because it's just where I, it's how I was raised in the game of basketball to compete against the best. You know, to compete against the best, you know, and to beat them, you got to be the best. You got to be good. And you were one of the best point guards of that era, especially. When you're looking at the league now, who are your best players that you see playing? Now, Outside of like now, yeah. oh, I, I love watching them. The guards, the point guards are great. Kyrie Irving, uh, Damian Lillard, Steph Steph Curry, um, um, uh, uh, I like uh, Russell Westbrook, um, all of the um, who else? It's just a lot of uh, point guards out there that maybe I'm missing, but those guys, the point guards, they make it happen. If you got a good yeah. point guard, you're going you're gonna to be pretty you, – you're in shape to go far, you know. You know, I like the point guard that the Celtics just got Teague. He, he had great – he had a great – 12 years in, he had great a great um, time with, the, with, with Atlanta Hawks. You know, he's a great point guard, and we got him, you know, this year. So he'll perform very well. I really believe that. Do you have any concerns about Kemba Walker and those uh, perceived That's needs? my guy, Kemba Walker. That's the name I forgot. Kemba Walker's from New York, from Manhattan. He, he'll he be great when he comes back, you know, for the rest of his knee. He, he'll get back into it. He had a great year last year. So I'm, I'm looking forward for Kemba Walker to do well. And as a guard yourself, how do you, when you know that parts of your body are slowly deteriorating due to use and and age, how do you prepare yourself differently coming into a season than what you would have you, done during your prime? You got to work extremely hard to, you got to work extremely hard, but there's really no curing, you know, curing that. You just got to work extremely hard on your body and, and being set to play that many games for that many minutes and being able to run the floor. So it's a, it's a lot different, you know, nowadays. But, you know, we played 82 games and then playoffs. That was, that was, that was, that was crazy, you know. But that's what we knew. We knew about, you know, that's all we knew. And we, we worked extremely hard to, to, to get your body right. And that's what guys are doing now. And, and, and nowadays it's, 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 it's easier. You know, we got more things at our disposal to work on your body, you know. Like we didn't back in the days. You just had a gym. You had to work on it. You know, weight room and things of that nature. 
You know, now it's different things. Yeah, no sports scientists and dietitians yeah. back then. So no concerns about Kemba. Do you have? How do you feel the team's going to operate without Gordon Hayward? Uh, it'll be fine because they did it last year. They didn't even with the injury. He was playing in and out, in and out of lineup. So I think we'll be fine. Me too. Me too. That was uh, the answer. I was hoping nobody yeah. was gonna. I'm same thing. I I think that they um, the two successful playoff runs they've had have been with Hayward out injured. The one time yeah. they had him from the start of the playoffs, they yeah. fall in the second round to Milwaukee. So I agree. Yeah. And then the last one I really want to ask is, as a guard yourself, what have you seen from the rookie Peyton Pritchard and how do you think he's going to develop? Uh, if he works extremely hard, like he like they say he do, and continue to get better, he'll be fine. He looks good the other night in the, in the exhibition um, against the Sixers. If he works hard, he'll be fine. And, um, you know, uh, he can shoot the ball. I see them played a lot in college at um, Oregon, Oregon University. He played extremely well. And um, I think he will. I think he'll just keep working hard on his game and on his body. And, um, you know, uh, Boston is one of those type of teams where, you know, if, if you're not giving it to them, they're going to boo you right off, the, right, right off, right out of it, right out of this, right out of there. <laughs> you won't be playing no more. <laughs> Do you ever reach out to any of these young guys that are playing in Boston just to give them some words uh, of wisdom? No, I'm, I just watch them play. I don't reach out. It's a different era nowadays. And just if 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 I'm spoken to, if you know, I'll give them some information. But I don't go, you know, searching for those young men to give them advice. But I will. Do you still get them seeking you out for that advice? No, no, no. I, I coach college. So yeah. I just watch pro. I coach college and I love the college game better because I can reach out to these college players and get them to the next level. And that's pro. If that's overseas or the NBA, whatever it is. But me, I love watching the NBA game and I wouldn't want to coach it. And then, so you you like coaching these college guys? Yeah. You, have you got anyone that we we should be keeping an eye on to who's going to... No, not yet. Crashes? Not yet. Not yet. But just give me some time. Give me some time. Give me some time. <laughs> I've, I've only been there two years. And this year we're not having a season because of COVID and things that we're having it next year. So, you know, this gave me time to think and, um, you know, uh, get my get my thoughts and everything together and, you know, get certain players involved in, in, in what I'm trying to teach. You know, it's it's it, it look it's gonna be good though. It's gonna be good, but I only been there two years, so give me some time. Definitely, we'll be keeping an eye on Fisk University now. Yeah, Kenny, thank you for joining me today, man. I really appreciate it. Is there anything that you wanted to touch on or wanted to let anybody know before we go? No, not really, man. It's all good, you know. Um, just uh, you know, no, everything is good, man. I don't want, I have nothing to say. You did a great job and thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. No, it's pleasure's all mine. Thank you very much. Guys, you've been listening to the Celtics Blog Podcast. Again, we were joined by NBA royalty 14-year veteran Kenny Anderson and we'll be back again on Monday to recap what happens in the preseason game against the Nets, which is again, two of Kenny's old teams going up against each other. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely, definitely. Yep. <laughs> 